I'm Trish. And I'm Thaddeus, and you're listening to the Fallen Short Podcast. This week on the podcast, we are continuing our conversations about mental health, as we are still in the month of May, which is Mental Health Awareness Month. And, and we may even go into June a little bit. So if you haven't listened to the past couple episodes, feel free to go back and take a listen uh, to episodes 38 and 39. This week, we are focusing more on what you can do for your mental health when you stop necessarily thinking so much about yourself and putting others before you, being more selfless. For me, something that I have learned in my journey with mental health has been that when I am thinking of others and when I'm serving others and when I'm pouring out my life for others and more importantly to God, I think of myself way less and it helps me prioritize my thoughts and it helps get me out of the spin cycle of my mind that is just rotating thoughts over and over again. And what I've learned is that when I'm pouring out my life into other people and I'm investing into their growth and and seeing them have a life that is thriving, it has helped me to better grapple my life and better take in the hits when they come. And it's given me a better perspective in life. And I would say serving others has been huge thing to help me in my mental health journey. And I will say this, that a few years ago, that wouldn't have been the case. And by the grace and the mercy of Jesus, I went through a season of really God stripping me of my pride and teaching me about the importance of servitude and how important that is as a Christian. And basically, like, God, you know, the Bible says that God resists the people that are proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And how, you know, beware when you think you stand lest you fall and just went through the season of really wrestling with pride and kind of hitting a wall really hard and struggling with mental health and all of that. And God taught me so much about having a heart to serve in that season. And the scripture that Jesus really taught me in that season was that the son of man didn't come to the earth to be served, but he came to serve. And how if I wanted to be more like Christ, I cannot expect people to serve me, but rather I need to be like Jesus. Like that's my end. My goal is to live a goal I will never obtain. My goal is to be like Christ and it's an unobtainable goal, but it's a goal I'm living my life in pursuit of and I fail and I miss it a lot. But if I want that to be what I do and I want to be like Christ, obviously that means I need to take on his character and his attributes and his heart was to serve. And so I've asked God over the years of my life to give me a heart of a servant and then really try to figure out how to make that be something that I am and and part of me. And it's really hard to do. It's hard to put others above yourself. It's so easy to... No matter what you're doing in life, you really think about yourself and how can I get ahead? How can I how can I make this job better for me? How can I tout myself so that I look good? And what 
what can I do to make my appearance look better? What can I do to do this or that or the other? And sometimes that drains you and drains your mental health. And when you take a step back, like Trisha's talking about trying to live your life to be like Christ and serving others and not necessarily always thinking about yourself, it's it's rewarding. Not all the time. There are times where people don't, uh, not that you sh- you're looking to be noticed, but there's times where people take for granted what you do when you are stepping in and serving in a certain way. And sometimes that can be discouraging. But that being said, I, I remember years ago when Trish would give messages and she would talk about this and talk about, guess what? I came in and a bathroom was dirty and needed to be cleaned, so I cleaned it, right? doesn't matter that she was the one giving the message that night. Like she stepped in, saw a need, and met it. Someone might not have noticed. didn't matter, right? She was giving of herself, wasn't being too high about, you know, I'm the one that's preaching, so it's below me or anything like that, right? And there's just those times where we just, we, we try to think, what can I do for me that's going to make this better for me in any situation versus what can I do for someone else to make it better for them? Well, and I think, too, that those moments when people do not know what you're doing, that's when you're building your character and really you're doing it for the glory of God. The Bible talks about, you know, let all the things that we do be onto the glory of God and not for the praise of man. And so it's learning to do that and apply that to our lives. And it's such a difficult thing to do. But honestly, it's when you're out shopping and you decide you don't want to buy something, it's putting it back. It's putting the cart away at the grocery store. It's picking up the garbage you see you went laying on the ground. It's all those little things that are really, truly your character being built. And especially when you feel that prompting in you and you notice something is out of place or something needs to be fixed, like maybe you're shopping and a shirt is hanging off a hanger and and you feel prompted in your spirit, man, that you need to hang that shirt up. That is really when character is being built, I think. And even if it goes unnoticed... You doing that is making something better for someone else. So if you're out shopping and you return a cart, whether you're bringing it back inside after you unload into your car or you're putting it in the little cart corral or whatever, you're making that person's job that has to go get the carts easier. And maybe they are having a bad day. And the fact that they see you bringing a cart and putting it where it belongs instead of letting it roll wherever can make a difference in someone's day. Totally. And I know you said that it goes unnoticed. Here's the thing. Does it really though? Because nothing goes unnoticed by God. And I think when we're doing those things that would seemingly go unnoticed are the times when God's really noticing your heart and he's noticing your character. It's also just a great time for us to be thinking about others, how to treat others, and not so much about ourselves. And maybe it's not a a super formal place you're volunteering, but it is in those situations that you're saying. And and it helps us to not be so introspective. And I know I struggle with being very introspective, but it helps us to think 
outside of who we are and think of others instead of ourselves and makes us from takes us from selfish and self-centered and puts us in a place of learning how to be selfless and have a servant's heart and well and i think the thing is is it's there's this line of when you want to do something and serve in a certain way yes sometimes like people like words of affirmation right so uh. when when you're doing something time and time again and it's you feel like it's going unnoticed that can be hard because you want to hear someone tell you good job or thank you or whatever and i think it's important for everyone on the other side of it if you are noticing something or maybe you're not noticing but you know someone's helping in a certain way and just to tell them thank you right it the goal is you want to hear God tell you, well done, good and faithful servant, right? right? And that's a scary passage of scripture that you just referenced, Thaddeus, where it says that, you know, this person did all these things in the name of Jesus, and yet God never knew them, and he tells them to depart from him, you wicked and slothful servants. And I just think it's so important to remember to be in the presence of God and to remember why we're serving God because what happens sometimes is we get stuck in the rut of just doing things over and over and over and over again and it becomes a pattern and a habit and a a burden for sure and instead of it being something that we're doing to glorify God it's something we're doing because we feel obligated to do it and we're doing it out of repetition and what happens then is it loses the worship because serving is an act of worship Picking up a piece of garbage off the road is an act of worship to God. Honestly, when you're doing it for God's glory, it's an act of worship to God. And our joy in our life is coming from that place of serving God and advancing the kingdom of God and and looking to God instead of ourselves and trying to shift that perspective of the world's about me and everything that happens is about me and that self-exaltation type moments. But instead, make yourself a living sacrifice to God. Like Trish said, being a living sacrifice to God, right? And not getting wrapped up into what the world thinks of you, right? Mm-hmm. And we, if we allow ourselves to do that, you know, there's there's so much out there of, oh, do this for yourself and whatever and and you do you and yes there's some good things there you know taking care of yourself and and doing healthy things and fitness and and all of that i'm not saying that's wrong but we get wrapped up into and i'll say it a lot of times it's directed at women but it is at men too where you see whether it's celebrities on TV, movies, or you see magazines, you know, men's health, women's health, health and fitness, all the stuff. And we have these expectations of that's what someone's supposed to look like, right? That's what is attractive. And and that's where we get into this. Somehow dad bods are attractive, but mom bods, psh, yeah, well, not fair. Not fair. Just throwing that in there. And we can get wrapped up into it in trying to make ourselves quote unquote better because we see what's in the world viewed as what's good. And that is 
the downside of getting wrapped up into that. That's a that's a downer on your mental health, right? Totally. Versus what we're talking about today and doing things for others to to maybe you might not see it necessarily right away in your own life and your own mental health, but you could see it in someone else or doing something for them, right? Right. And talking about being a living sacrifice to God in Romans 12, the, the whole chapter is about that. And it's good. So listen up. I'm not going to read the whole thing. There's, there's so much in there and I think we've touched on a lot of it already. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah. what, I mean, what I was just talking about right now in verse two, it says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. And later on in the chapter, um, verse nine, it talks, it says, don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Yes. And the whole chapter, you should read it. So good. But those pieces, you know, don't transform yourself to be like the world, right? Which is like chasing after your own good and your own self-worth and your own success. Right. And then what I read in verse 9 and 10 about you know, really love people and really put them first, right? And not be, I don't know what scripture it is, but when it's talking about, you know, the first shall be last and the last shall be first, mm-hmm. you know, don't put yourself first, but mm-hmm. put yourself at the end of the table. Mm-hmm. I also am just going to piggyback Thaddeus with another scripture because the Bible has so much good stuff to say about this subject. So Philippians 2, 3 says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or empty pride, but in humility, consider others more important than yourself. Dang, that is a mouthful. How do we live in a culture, in a society, in a world where we're being told to get the best version of ourselves and pursue our dreams and live for ourselves and All of this, but yet how do we fulfill that scripture of doing nothing out of selfish ambition or doing nothing out of empty pride? And how do we get to that point where we really consider others? It doesn't say consider others and love others in the scripture. It literally says consider others more important than yourself. So next time you see somebody doing something that either of you could really do or you see somebody picking up their garbage to throw it in the garbage can or whatever, why shouldn't it be you picking up their garbage and throwing it in the garbage can? Because we're supposed to consider others more important than ourselves and always, forever, no matter where you are. First Peter 2.17 says, treat everyone with high regard, not just people who are important in life, but everyone. Love the brotherhood of believers. Fear God honor the king. So it doesn't say pick and choose who you should treat in high regard. It doesn't say that. It says treat everyone in high regard. Serve everyone. Consider everybody more important than yourself. And I'm not saying have a self-pity party and be lowly of yourself and 
and sit and stew in your worthlessness. Not at all. You're when you're serving others and you're treating others as better than yourselves. That is that is higher. That's amazing because you're modeling your life after the savior of the world, the most perfect person who ever walked this earth. And so don't treat yourself in low regard, but also treating others better than yourself. Jesus said the greatest among you will be the servant. And I'm obsessed with Peter. Peter's my man from the Bible. I I see a lot of myself in the story of Peter. Peter struggled with comparison and he denied like Christ. And there was just so many things that Peter did. And I could do a series about just Peter's life alone. But what I think is really interesting at the, at the end of the John, I think John 21, it talks about how Peter and John and the other disciples, they were out in the, in the water and they saw John said, Hey, look, there's Jesus standing on the shore. And Peter, out of his excitement, jumps out of the boat, swims to the shore to Jesus and takes all the fish in the net that they just caught, which was like 153 fish and they were large fish. And he pulls the net to shore for them to cook on the fire. And he's leaning up against, you know, he's talking to Jesus and he's spending time with Jesus and Jesus is asking him, do you love me? And yes, I love you. You know, just the continuous story of all that. But what I think is so interesting about that whole story is after Jesus and Peter get done exchanging this, um, exchange of reaffirming John and who he, or sorry, reaffirming Peter and who he was to Jesus and, and Jesus telling him he would use him for his kingdom and to build a kingdom and Jesus telling him he would die a martyr's death. Then right away, (laughs) Peter goes to compare himself to John says, what about him? And, and Jesus has to be like, don't worry about him. And I think so often we, even though Jesus is using us and our lives are living sacrifices to God. We can still get in that comparison trap and we think we shouldn't, you know, why should I serve and this person not serve? And, you know, we get in that place like Peter was where much throughout the Bible we read where there's a comparison trap moment. And how can we not be like that? How can we take on that heart of a servant all the time? And instead of saying, well, what about him saying, well, why not that person? Why me? Why not them? You know, that kind of heart and attitude and esteeming others more important than ourselves. I hope this message just encourages you to serve. Use the gifts God has gifted you with to be a servant to others, but more importantly, to be a servant to the Lord and let everything you do be done unto the glory of God. If you've enjoyed hearing us talk about this again, I'll encourage you to go back and listen to, to previous episodes past few, couple. We've been talking about mental health. So if you've enjoyed this, please uh, go back and, and listen, uh, share it with your friends, uh, leave us a review. I know you can leave reviews on iTunes or Apple podcasts, whatever it's called nowadays, subscribe, share it with your friends, leave a review if you can You can leave a comment on our website on any of the individual episode postings at fallenshortpodcast.com. You could write us an email, info at fallenshortpodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a prayer request, we'd love to pray for you. And 
Until next time, I'm Thaddeus. And I'm Trish, and we love you guys.